Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, freaky bitches. I stole that from Joe Rogan, but regardless, we're here. Uh, we've done 59 episodes. We are 10 episodes away from our favorite number. Um, hope everyone's having a terrific evening, a terrific Tuesday. Uh, I am here. Tuesday. Yes, we have football approaching very, very soon. Um, uh, our friend Kyle is here. We have Mike here. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, so... Months ago, we uh, we started a NFL preview. Actually, it was a month ago. We started our NFL preview series. So we're at the second to last preview. We are here with the NFC West. Finally, we're doing this shit. And last is the East, right? Last is the AFC East. We will do that probably. Our future Super Bowl winners in that division. We will You're do. NF- yeah. So we will do. Hopefully the AFC East next episode or sometime in the near future. So, well, we gotta have the other Mikey on for that because he's a Bills fan too. I need my backup. Indeed, indeed. Um, so we'll start things off here with the San Francisco 49ers, the reigning NFC champions. Um, let's be honest here; they tanked uh, three of the last four years, or than last year. So, thirteen and three record. Um, I don't have my notes up on me in the moment, so I'm doing this all from memory. Uh, 13-3 last year. Number two ranked defense in the National Football League overall behind the Patriots. And they dominated all the way through the NFC playoffs and all the way to the Super Bowl. And probably could have won it, but they didn't. Thank God. Um, They choked in the second half. Because Kyle Shanahan is their head coach. (laughs) But, um... Regardless, impressive team regardless. They had three, actually four, five big losses to their team. Most notably are Emmanuel Sanders and DeForest Buckner. Uh, Buckner leaves to the Colts. Well, he gets traded to the Colts for a first-round pick, which turned into Javon Kinlaw. Uh, He then signs a $105 million deal with Indianapolis, and Emmanuel Sanders, who was their big-time trade acquisition middle of the season last year, he takes his town down south to the Bayou in Nolens. Um, he signs a three-year deal with the Saints. Uh, Tevin, Te- uh, almost I almost said Tevin Coleman. Marquise Goodwin gets traded to the Eagles. Matt Breida gets traded to the Dolphins. And Joe Staley, their anchor at left tackle for the longest time, announces retirement. Uh, before during the draft, which caused him to trade for Trent Williams. So, am I the only one who sees his team regressing, or do you? No, I do, think I do too. Do, do you think the two of you think the same? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were. Nope. So, I see them finishing at best the same record as they did last year. At worst, they go to ten and six or nine and seven. But yeah, I, I do think they they finish above ten wins this year. I do think that. Yeah, I think eleven wins, twelve wins. I think is probably probably around the ballpark. Um, do you, I I I hate to say I want to say they win the division. In the end, I probably do think they win the West. But the Seahawks fan in me would like to say otherwise. But the, the schedule right now favors San Francisco. Because 
Green Bay looks like a mess. The Saints, the Saints are still there. Um, right now, I need to I need to look at San Francisco schedule again, but it's a neck and neck split between those two teams right now. Alright, so while we're on the topic of the NFC West still, we move on to the former NFC champions in the Los Angeles Rams. Um, <laughs> Los Angeles, oh god, so this team went through a complete overhaul of the offense and the defense, might add. So, Clay Matthews and Corey Littleton are out. Terrell Lewis and... Leonard Floyd come in, and Todd Gurley is also out. Todd Gurley, who at one point was the probably the de facto MVP at one point, um, he's out. He gets cut and sent to and signs with the Falcons. Brandon Cooks, their deep threat receiver, gets traded to the Texans. How the fuck does this guy still keep getting traded for that high? He gets straight for a second round pick. He gets straight for a second and a fourth. How the fuck is that possible? They know something that we obviously are not catching on. Clearly. Um, (laughs) So, this is also uh, home of Cap Hell. Uh, So, if you're familiar with that, uh, take your towns to Los Angeles, where you'll be sure to get a hefty payday, but also cripple your team for the longest time. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, who... Jalen Ramsey is. I, I got. Uh, Jalen Ramsey gets traded to the to Los Angeles Rams for the Jacksonville Jaguars for two firsts and a second round pick. So good deal if you want to boost your secondary up, but at the same okay. time you cripple your team because now you have to pay him. Oh yeah, what's he do this year? Uh... I think he's too, like, I don't know, 16, 17 million? I don't know what I thought. Okay. I was kind of curious. But. It's a high price for a corner, but he is one of the best. He is one of the best. Yes, he is one of the best, but, um, it's. It is what it is. You're going to have to pay shit. You're going to have to pay for... Put your money where your mouth is, you know? And he talks a lot. Oh, yeah. He talks a lot. And it sort of got his ass out of Jacksonville. So... Uh... Eight and eight, nine and seven? I do think they're better than that, though. You think ten... Do you think ten and six might... Ten and six might... I don't know. Reasonable I don't know. Um, that offensive line is still a mess. True. Um, and who else do they have on defense other than Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey? Not much. Not many now. So, mm-hmm. no, all their talent from their Super Bowl team just went out the window. Uh, Ashawn yeah, Robinson, however, helps a lot, though. So, Ndamukong Sue, when he was there for one year... Uh, got Aaron Donald to 20 sacks. He did. He did. He single-handedly did. So, A. Sean Robinson doesn't put as much, you know, how do I put that? He doesn't give as much pressure as Sue does, but he's still a good player. Uh, Leonard Floyd also helps. Dante Fowler's also gone. He goes to the Falcons, too. Um... But I don't know. I, I, I think they're not. I, I think they'll be competitive. They're, lo- they're the Rams. They're going to be competitive. They'll be very competitive. The whole division's good. The whole division's oh, I, stupid yeah, good. Yeah. Whole, yeah. Um, so Probably the second best division in baseball. Baseball. I mean, football, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle is a diehard Mets fan. It's probably focusing on the Mets right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm a couple days, I'm four days away, so. That's awesome. We're, we're approaching baseball very shortly. Um, but regardless, um, yeah, the Rams, I mean, 
they're going to be competitive. I don't think they, I don't think they make the playoffs though. It's tough for me. I I want to see LA make it because they have a new stadium this year. They're not. They're, I, I think they're the odd team out in I, that division. You think the Cardinals make it? I think they're going to be better than the Rams. All right. Yes, yeah, I'm going with Kyle on that one. So let's get to the Cardinals while we're at it. Arizona had uh, a fun season, a shootout-filled season uh, in 2019 with rookie quarterback Kyler Murray. Um, all their games were in shootouts. Their defense could not stop a fly. Um, it's For those who know this team... Um, we'll know that they did get better on defense. They had Devondre Campbell, Devon Kennard, um, Isaiah Simmons in in the offseason. Good players. Simmons is the key, is the, is the key to the, is the key to the card here, but, um, I, oh God, I just don't see, also they, they had DeAndre Hopkins, that's another one. But still, I don't think this team gets past six wins. Really? I think because they're really? all their games are in shootouts. Really? All, well, what does it matter if you're winning them? It doesn't matter if it's a shootout. And they they they're building. They won five games, <laughs> and their defense is still mostly the same. They actually did pretty good last year compared to what I already thought because with a rookie quarterback, that really doesn't go so well for the most part. Yeah, and their offensive line is I'm still not, not great. I'm not saying they're going to win 13 games, but I do think they're better than the Rams right now. And that's strictly because of the offense. The Rams have taken a huge step back on offense. Yeah. I think, th- yeah, the Cardinals right now have a more balanced I offense. I going Seattle, San Francisco, Arizona, L.A. Did you really just have us win the division? I have Seattle winning the division. Please hold while I go get a sock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta... And I expect the same love shown back to me in the last part of this fucking series. Oh, you know I have the Bills win the division. I told you. I have Buffalo winning the East. Um... I, I got my Seahawks hat on for that good reason. Um, but uh, I, I, I can't see the Cardinals doing better than six wins. I think L.A. is somewhere in that 500 range. Um, <laughs> fucking got a comment right here. Oh, the Jets are winning the AFC East. We'll get to the AFC East another episode. Um... I don't think the. Uh, let's go to the Seahawks. Let's round things off with the Seattle Seahawks. So, Seattle, probably if not for a couple bad losses, could have won 13 games last year. Probably could have. Um, their defense probably takes a bit of a step back with Clowney, you thought, but they also make a surprise trade for Quentin Dunbar, who was one of the better corners in the league last year for a fifth-round pick. Um, they got somewhat better on the offensive line. Somewhat. I mean, Jermaine Effetti goes out. He's out. He goes to Chicago. Brandon Shell and Cedric he potentially fill in his place. But I have Jamarco Jones starting at right tackle. Dwayne Brown's still there at left tackle. Um, new center. Uh, guards remain the same, except for Fluker, who's gone. Who goes to the Ravens? Um, this is this is an offensive team right now. This is still an offensive based team. Um, God, I want to be on the cow train and pick the Seahawks to win the division, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can. Should I? <laughs> what? I don't know if I want to be on the Kyle train and pick the Seahawks to win the division. I I just think the 49ers are going to take a little step back. Yeah, I do too. So, 
I, I don't think they're going to run the ball as effectively. And I think when the, the game, I, there's going to be a Super Bowl hangover. I mean, it's never easy to repeat, yet alone when you lose the way they did. And quarterback advantage. And I think there's going to be more, they're going to put more pressure on Garoppolo, and I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. So, I do think that Russ Wilson, Big Trust, is, is, is reliable. When you put your the chip, when you put he's an MVP. Hand, you put the game in his hands, he's gonna come through for you. I think they're an established team. I think they're hungry. I think they they thought they were gonna make that jump into the Super Bowl last year. They didn't. I don't want to get too crazy. Go and crazy. Say I have them going to the Super Bowl, but let's just say I do have them in the championship game with Dallas. With Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Like the Cowboys are gonna be very improved this year. Dallas and Seahawks. Where? It will be in Seattle. <laughs> I don't have you winning though. I don't know why he's getting so excited. Oh fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I have the Cowboys. Ruin my mood, man. Come on. Cowboys, Bills, Super Bowl, Bills beat them. We get our revenge. So, did I win you over with that dream? Before? All right, we'll we'll tell that we'll tell that dream in the in the next segment. All right, Kyle's back. <laughs> so, did I win you over from that dream that I told you about? No, this has been... Bullshit. Bullshit. What? Bullshit. I've had Cowboys going to the Super Bowl the whole time. I told you months ago, probably two months ago, about that dream I had. You were down in Tampa where the Super Bowl is being held, and I had the Bills winning the Super Bowl in that dream against the Dallas Cowboys. I told you about oh, the dream. Oh, no, I guess it was subconscious. I forgot about that. Oh, no, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. The Bills are taking it. Bullshit. I told you about that then dream and I won you over. No, the world won't end. <laughs> the world won't end. I don't have the world ending. Oh, I do. Over under on the world ending. Oh, boy. Over under on the world ending. I'm taking the, I'm taking the under. Which uh, what's more like what's more likely to happen? The government takes o- the government takes over the world, or from Area Fifty One, or the world ends. The world ends. What? <laughs> Come on! Come on, Mike! Oh boy! So we we transition right from the NFC West preview. To now talk about the world potentially ending. That's terrific. So, um, and I mentioned Area 51. Do you guys remember the, uh, Bob Lazard story at all? So, Area 51 has resurfaced for two reasons. One, there was a joke, uh, a long Facebook joke, of people joining in an Area 51 raid. Yep. And, uh, that had like 5 million followers or some shit uh, it was a lot of people that wanted to join it um, and now Air 51 has since resurfaced because Joe Rogan uh, the great Joe Rogan podcast had on recently um, two people who are very fond of the whole Air 51 situation so I'm a firm believer of aliens existing I'm a firm believer. Um, Kyle, who is our also a conspiracy theorist, I do believe in aliens as well. I am a firm believer that the Covenant also exists. It's a big Halo guy. I, I, if first of all, if there can be killer hornets, if the bubonic plague is coming back, the Covenant will invade eventually. Oh, with this bubonic plague coming back, enough with this shit. <laughs> 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 There's no evidence to any of this nonsense. 
Bully mammoths are coming back too, right? They, they say that too. <laughs> I don't buy any of that shit. You you fucking flat earthers, man. <laughs> the flat earth society and the social and the social justice warriors are the worst. <laughs> Blue haired fucks. Ridiculous! It's not—it's not fucking happening. And I know the bubonic plague isn't coming back. No, but also we put—but also people put way too much emphasis on this shit. If we can survive the black plague in six different attempts, the the black plague is zero and six against Earth right now. Google that seriously. Go on Wikipedia or whatever fake news thing you, you look up. It is in it is in textbooks. The black. You realize that the, the, the bubonic plague can be treated in a day with antibiotics. Yes. Scientifically, it's impossible to come back. So yes. I don't even want to fucking hear it. I don't even <laughs> want to hear it. There's a thing called antibiotics. Antibiotics. It's not fucking coming back. Enough. I like Angry Kyle. Angry Kyle is my favorite time on this podcast. No, no. Angry Kyle is Angry Kyle because people say dumb shit without <laughs> knowing what the fuck they're talking about. It's science. Simple science. Oh my god. Like, we don't have enough satellite images showing the, the Earth is round. What, everybody lied? Every country in the world through generations conspired to lie about how the earth is thousands of people we already both. went through this once in the in the dark age of science where people refused to believe that the earth revolved around the sun and instead earth was in the center we lived through that they before they didn't have fucking ships shooting into the sky <laughs> taking pictures of the <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> We've come a we've come a little bit of a way over the past three hundred years. We've come a tiny bit of a way over uh, six hundred yeah. plus years. Yeah, we've come a tiny bit, though. I mean, there's still stupid fucking people in this world, but you know. We're all gonna have that, though. But one thing's for sure: we will always have Josh Allen hurtling over a Viking. <laughs> we will always have that great picture. <laughs> <laughs> in the halls of the church of Josh Allen. <laughs> Where's Kyle? <laughs> Where's the leader? Right, back on track. Back on track. Okay. That's... <laughs> Come on. What's not to love about that? <laughs> we always have church, uh, the church of Josh Allen with a picture of Josh Allen hurling over Anthony Barr. <laughs> That's the first picture that you see. <laughs> That's on the doors, for that matter. That's in stained glass on the doors. Those big, gigantic $6,000 doors that you see. Better than that, it's a portcullis gate. It's a castle gate. <laughs> Do you guys, uh... What do you guys think of the NFL eliminating the preseason? I wish they would have done it permanently about four or five years ago. I don't know. It, I like it, but I don't. It kind of gives the guys that probably had no chance or legit have no chance now. I don't know. It, I was kind of hoping at least keep with two games. Two games will be fine. I think it'll stay at two games. Um, but it's a money game at this point. Well, yeah, exactly. It is a money game. I think game. what the NFL is trying to do is really limit the fans at this point. Uh, never know. Never know. I mean, trying to figure out what the NFL is, is doing is like trying to see what your wife is do, is going to do at food shopping. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Have Mike. You guys, on a side note, before we talk more football, this is pretty good stuff. Where is my camera at? Your camera it sucks. What do you eat? Yeah. What are you drinking? It's called Kinky. Of course, you would have it. It's vodka, 
uh, with uh, coconut, lime, and pineapple flavors. You know, it's actually not pretty You would good. drink, I mean, a, you would drink an alcoholic beverage named Kinky. I don't even know what you do on Sundays, man. <laughs> God damn. That's pretty good. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is, my friend. For a completely different purpose. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Next one you should call it uh, Fifty Shades of Grey Goose. <laughs> Good God, man. Alright, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, but but we, well, we have fun. We do have fun regardless. Like, uh... Before the show, I was contemplating during a live stream to go shirtless, but you know. <laughs> you still got the option, Dan. I have the option. The live stream, the live stream has ended. Um, I, I thank you if you didn't. <laughs> you know the term, man. Sun's out, guns out. You have your guns out every single fucking podcast we do. You are. How is my guns? I'm wearing the same fucking thing as you. <laughs> How are my guns? What are you talking about? Your arms. You're wearing a no sleeve shirt, same as me. Hey, don't be jelly, bro. I am not. I. I. I, I don't, be, don't be hating. All right, shut up, you. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm a hundred pounds away, but I'm getting there. Hey, you'll get there, bud. I'm proud of you. I will get there eventually. Eventually, my friend. Oh, boy. Alright. Let's transition segments. <laughs> yeah. Alias Sorokin has arrived here on Long Island. Things are well here. I mean, aside from the world basically ending from all coronavirus and shit like that. But hey, things are happening. Things yeah, are... Things are happening, indeed. Besides, you know, alcoholic drinks being named Kinky. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So, um, the Hart Trophy finalists have been announced today in the National Hockey League. Um, Nathan McKinnon of the Colorado Avalanche... Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, the Edmonton Oilers, and Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers are the three finalists. Um, Ulfrander Panarin winning it. Who's this? Who's winning it? Ulfrander on Panarin winning it. Yeah, I'll go over. Kyle, are taking the over or the under? I go over. On um, what? On Artemi Panarin winning the Hart Trophy. Under. You don't think he wins it? No. Really? Why? I think he wins it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go over. The Rangers do not sniff playoff contention without Panarin playing the way he did. Absolutely. I'm not a Ranger fan the slightest. Yeah, but enough for the Hart Trophy. Why? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I think he wins it. Why are you having a discussion about the Golden Girls? <laughs> oh, here's why. <laughs> Can we be called the Golden Guys? Like, why? Why? That sounds like a horrible name. That sounds like a great podcast for, like, you and, you and, uh, Tanetti to have. <laughs> we should, um, here's what we should do as we're recording this. We should, um, have, like, a network, like, of, of all of our podcasts on, and somehow we can post it on that network, and it'll be on Anchor. How the fuck are we going to do that? We need a logo also. How would we do that? Golden guy student... Go <laughs> I 
I almost said Golden Shower Studios. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Mike, it's from that stupid alcoholic beverage. Kinky. Ooh. Ooh. I'm gonna get kinky tonight. Yeah, real easy. <laughs> what, is it, what, what is it? A hard seltzer? <laughs> oh my god! Shout out to White Claw, you disgusting Drink fucks. Kinky hard seltzer. It'll get you bubbling. <laughs> Can we call this podcast episode Kinky Heart Seltzer? Do it. It would be a good setup. I'm going to start a company. I'm going to sell Kinky Heart Seltzer. Get your bubbles. <laughs> you put bubbles in your stomach. From all the dicks that go in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Real, but real seriousness though, should we have like a network of some kind, like a podcast network, where we can do post? Do we even have enough fans to do that? Nor do I care. <laughs> when we have like three people that listen to this podcast, are really gonna network it? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it'd be a fun idea. Let's do call-ins too while we're at it. We'll sit there and wait for the phone lines to light up. Oh God. <laughs> we'll be here until fucking January. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's my brain working. <laughs> it's my brain being stupid, as per usual. It's not, no, it's innovative. I love the innovativeness, Danny, and I love you taking it to the next level. But one step at a time. Let's get, like, I five know. Amish people to listen to us first, and then we can take <laughs> Do the Amish oh, even listen? Do, do the Amish even listen to podcasts? Or do they listen I, to assume, watch, they I assume that's TV. what, I assume that's what our fan base is. Oh my god, and they drink kinky vodka. Kinky hard seltzer. Who doesn't drink kinky vodka? You do? I don't drink any vodka. I know you don't. I don't drink vodka. Vodka's disgusting. Maybe just because I'm Irish, but... Still... Oklahoma and Army's game is going to be played without fans in New York. Oh, okay. That's a given. I know. That's a, that's a given. Who the fuck keeps trying to follow me on Twitter? Who is it? Oh, oh maybe it's one of our new Amish fans. <laughs> Worse. Sex bots. Oh, because we said kinky. There you go. It's kinky vodka. Big Brother's boy is listening, Dan. Uh, Big Brother's listening, so don't say nothing about the government. You two are the worst. Are you sure it's not, like, representatives of Kinky Vodka? Oh, my God. Well, judging by the, the profile pictures... Well, judging by the profile pictures, I would assume so. You can message them and see if that wasn't their show. No. Mike, what's the kinkiest thing Kinky Vodka's made you do? And they all have Omegle links. <laughs> well, judging by he is a fan of the Smut podcast. He's gotta be the only fucking dude in Oklahoma that drinks Kinky Vodka. Probably. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally only, of all people. <laughs> yeah, go get a bottle of whiskey, bro. What are you doing? Oh, for God's Yeah, seriously. Go to, go to get, get a bottle of Jack Daniels while you're at it. If I, if I was going to drink, right? Thank God you don't. I would definitely be going full on gin and tonics. Ooh. It's a good way to die. Ooh. Making love to his tonic engine. I'm very happy I'm never going to drink. Good. Good. You no especially way. won't need to make love to some tonic and gin. I've made extremely bad decisions with that. I think we all have it. We all have it. I mean, not me yet, but you ever hit a pole at forty? That's that was my twenty fifth birthday. I woke up the next day to a total car. Like, what the fuck happened? 
Oh man. Oh. Is that a weird segment we can do? Kyle's drunk stories or no? Oh god, you don't want that. Oh no, why? Oh boy. <laughs> Ask the other Mike. He'll fucking he'll tell you. There I'll give you one. Okay, you good. One. Let's, let's give let's get one in there. Let's get one yeah, in there for this episode. Involved other Mike, and he'll second this story. He'll back it up completely. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> so we're at this place I work at as a bartender. It's a pool hall in, in my town, Island Park. Yeah. Right? So Mike says, you know, I'll line up 12 shots. If you take all 12 shots within two minutes, I'll also give you $20 and pay for all the shots. Oh, no, I see where this is going. It was all it was all rack gin. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Was, so I line up 12 shots, and I just bang, 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 bang. Do all 12 shots in, in, in 12 minutes. The worst fucking idea ever, okay? So, was this we're after? Out there, right? Right? We're out of there. I go out of the car to go. We pull into Seven Eleven, I guess, to get whatever we were getting—snacks, cigarettes, or whatever we were doing at the time, because I was when we were smoking. And uh, so I run. I get out of the car, and I fall headfirst into the car parked next to our car. That's just the starting. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> so then I fucking, I get mad at that car and I kick the fucking door in. So then they throw me into the fucking car and they're driving out. Um, So on the way home, they're driving, they're going like 20 miles an hour, right? Yeah. And there's like, when you first go over the train tracks into my town, by the DPW, there's like this grassland. So I fucking open the door while we're going 20 miles an hour, jump out the moving car. <laughs> Tuck and rolled. Remarkably fine. Did not hurt myself at all. Impressive. Jumped out of the moving car, did not hurt myself at all. Not a scratch. Impressive. I actually hurt myself getting out of the car more than I did jumping from a moving car. Oh, boy. So then I get home, and Mike and... And uh, this other kid, Eric, they, they bring me in my room. I, as soon as I get to my room, I collapse and throw up all over myself. So they just tilt me to the side and leave me, and I wake up that way. Oh, boy. Yeah, what a night. Oh. Oh, boy. That sounds terrific. Oh, it was horrifying. I believe that. Jeez. It was, it was bad. Was it good, Jen, at least? No. No, it was a rack gin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I am glad I lived the life I live now instead of that. Good. I'm happy for you. Exactly. I'm happy for you, my man. Hey, you came a long way. I did. A long, bumpy road, by the way, but hey, you're better. You're a lot better. A lot better I'm than I was. Oof. God damn. Jeez. Alright, next segment. Here we go. So we start things off right now here in this segment of uh, of an interesting uh, of an interesting story I like to tell. So these two women have COVID nineteen linked to one cup not properly washed at a newly reopened restaurant. Don't believe me. You'll believe me. Google two girls, one cup for the article. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. You are disgusting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my God, Danny. I'm out of here. No, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> Come on. That was funny. <laughs> I just Googled it, and I don't see anything of it. All I see is girls pooping. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's a tail. Well, now we just lost our Amish fan base, Dan. <laughs> From a fifteen-year-old joke. Oh man! 
is a coke, Annie. All five of our fans have gone. Jebediah, I am sorry. <laughs> Jebediah. Jebediah. <laughs> All right, I got another one. I'm going to name my firstborn son retarded. So when someone asks me, are you fucking retarded? I'll say yes. Hold up. Ooh, be more funny. Be more funny. Uh, I, got a, I got a joke for you. All right, what do you got? Me. How, what does the coronavirus have in common with hitting in baseball? I don't know. Should I? It's contagious. Uh, waka waka. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were about to go Fire with me. told me this, uh, that joke the other day, and I looked at him, and I just fucking sat there with a dead face. Nothing. And then I told him, um, I told him I got a couple umpire jokes for you, and he did not like them because I do not like umpires. Uh, so... My first joke was, I thought only horses sleep standing up. <laughs> God damn. Oh, damn. And then I told him, uh, I told him only Verizon has more drop calls than him. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And there was another one. What was the other one? Oof. Do we have uh, any Rudy Gobert jokes? I forgot what the other one was. What? Do we have any Rudy Gobert jokes? Oh, I, I know you got some. Oh, I don't even want to reference him again. He I... doesn't deserve my time. <laughs> Fuck Rudy Gobert. He's a dumb... He, he's a... He's just fucking dumb. What a dummy. I hope... I hope Giannis fucking posts him this year. Oof. Giannis. Well, he's Greek, so who gives a shit? Hey, I'm half Greek. You're half Greek? I didn't know that. Yeah, I am half Greek. My mom's 100% Greek. I didn't know that. Nice. Nice. How about that? You learn something every day. Yeah, the Jews are the Mediterranean. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but Greek people are historically cheap. Really? Let's talk about the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah, they're fucking so cheap. What? We should talk about the Washington Redskins. So I heard Dan Schneider's been pretty fucking busy. Yeah, he has been pretty fucking busy. Yeah, so has Jay has. Gruden. What a disturbing thought. So, can we just say I called this? How dare these girls not want to get felt up by a nerdy, fucking, dork-looking dweeb like Dan Schneider? Uh, so for those of you who do not know what happened, if you lived under a rock, for those who don't follow sports or whatever... Um, the Washington Redskins, well, formerly the Washington Redskins, have been in, under some pretty nasty allegations as of right now. Um, so, for those of you who follow the team, will know uh, they have been terrible and also have a, have a pretty shitty culture. So, two years ago, there was a allegation of I don't, how do I uh, how do I put this? The cheerleaders being prostituted basically prostituted they prostituted off the cheerleaders um and it was disturbing yes and then a sudden report by the Washington Post was released saying that um there were sexual harassment allegations of 15 or more women yep um by was it by Snyder Nutters or it was Jay Gruden, the former head coach of the team. I know Jay Gruden's name been mentioned. Jay Gruden was mentioned. Ron Rivera was not mentioned. Bruce Allen, I think, was mentioned. The former president and general manager of the team. Um, you know, I don't know. If Snyder, I think Snyder knew about it. I don't think... He had to have known about it. Well, yeah, he obviously knew about he it. He had to have known about it. I mean, it's... It's bad. Well, it's disturbing. It's bad. It's a tur- it's an organization that's already in turmoil. Um, 
you know, Dan Snyder hasn't really ran that organization very well. No. Now, add on top of this, it's a black eye. Yeah. And here's the worst part. Snyder's in his mid-50s. Well, yeah, unless something weird happens, he's he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Listen, you don't see owners bail out on a team unless you're Jerry Richardson. Jerry Richardson had to sell the Panthers. Jerry Richardson had to sell the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Uh, To Dave Tepper, who now owns the Carolina Panthers. But, uh, you know, I don't see anyone... Like, listen. They're a terribly run organization. Their fan base has a right to complain. Their Their former players have a right to complain. Their former coaches have a right to complain about how poorly run that organization is. Um, it's He's not the worst owner in sports. Thank you, James Dolan. Um, there are a ton of owners who have been worse than him. I mean, let's not remind you, John Spano once on the Islanders for a hot minute. Yeah, which, by the way, Amazing the fact that somebody completely broke bought a professional team. What does it mean? Like, what a great story that was. And he would he would have been a better owner than the one they had for the past thirty um, years, twenty twenty plus years. Yeah, I know. He probably would have been. Oh, that's a great story to revisit. The John Spano saga, owning the Islanders for like three days. He almost pulled it off, though. He probably could have. Had the FBI not had the FBI not found it, he probably could have pulled it off. Probably could have. Documents were signed. So, Mike, do you know the John Spano story? No. Mm-mm. So, do, oh, do we need to tell him the story? So, uh, it is a it is a time in Islanders lore. Um. I, f- I completely f- I completely forget the original owners of the team, but they wanted to sell the Islanders. They wanted right. to sell. They wanted to get out. The Coliseum was breaking down, and John Spano, who was a Long Island guy, uh, didn't didn't have a single penny. Um, it- it's one of the more infamous stories in NHL history. At the time, I think the Islanders were worth five hundred million dollars. Than they are now, I can't remember, but owning a hockey team was wasn't wasn't cheap, but it still was cheap at the time for an owner. Um, and Spano, uh, quote unquote, borrowed money from several different banks in order to buy the Islanders, which he wanted to do. So. Documents were signed. You never saw the story, Mike. I saw it. It was a whole. They made a whole thirty for thirty on it. Yeah, they made a thirty for thirty. They made a whole. Oh, it's fucking terrific. He was fifteen minutes away from owning this team legitimately. Like if they were, he was like one day away from them. If they didn't check the records and everything, and, and and blow him up. He would have had the team. He would have bought a team with nothing. And they wouldn't have been able to take it back from him. So, the name of the documentary was called Big Shot. It was a whole thir- it was a 30 for 30, which, by the way, was after a Billy, Billy Joel song. Yeah. Um, great for Long Island lore. Adding a Billy Joel title to a documentary. Yeah. It was a really good documentary, by the way. And... ESPN, which is funny, uh, a program that does not cover hockey anymore, covered this story so well. And the FBI tracked down John Spano. And I think he... I I don't remember the charges well. It's been a while since I've seen this documentary. But I think it was like like 15 charges of fraud or some shit. It was a lot. Did you guys happen to see that uh, Shea Weber put a slap shot through the goalie McNiven's masks? He's got he a hard shot. Slapper, 
he took a slapper in practice and went through his mask and cut dude's face wide open. Oof. Wow. That was when he was with uh with Nashville, right? No, this happened today. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Damn. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Uh, but uh there's a picture of it out. Alright. Give me a second, I'll find the John Spano charges. Yeah, I must have missed that one. I'll have to watch it though. Oh definitely. So alright, here we go. The FBI investigation ensued and John Spano pleaded guilty in federal court to theft and forgery charges. He was sentenced in January of 2000 to nearly six years in prison and ordered to pay, oh Jesus, a hundred, a hundred, Jesus, 11.9 million in, rinse, in restitution to the banks he borrowed money from. The team owners and others who've been caught up in the various schemes, uh, he was sentenced to 10 years in prison. So, uh, he's a... But that wasn't even the first team he tried to to buy. No, he tried... To buy the Stars. Yeah, he did. And he almost did. Yeah, John Pickett, he tried to buy the Islanders from longtime owner John Pickett for $165 million. Oh, boy. Jesus. It was a, uh, it was a fun time in the in the late nineties, so. He was sentenced to ten years in prison in twenty fifteen for trying to purchase the stars. So that's fun, um, yeah. Good for him though. Good for him. Piece of shit. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a no, Mike. Seriously, if you can get that documentary somehow, it's a great, it's a great watch. It really yeah. is. It's such a good watch. It's not your typical thirty for thirty documentary. Well, it's it's a thirty for thirty film, which is still really good, but. It's a, it's a good watch. It really is. Here's his face after the slap shot. Hold on, let me turn off the... Uh... Yeah, turn off the background. Turn off... Sorry, turn to Josh Allen. Excuse you. That's from the kinky vodka, I'm assuming? God dang. I don't, I don't see it yet. Because I got the... Uh, hold on, let me, give me a second. Holy fuck! Uh, nice. He put that shit right through his That's a good shiner. That's a hockey player right there. Yeah, he is. That is a hockey player. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So, next episode, hopefully, we will do the AFC East. We will talk about the Kyle's Bills, of course, which will always be fun. <laughs> I will have either a Jets or Bills jersey ready. Either or. I did not come prepared. I do have a Seahawks hat, though. So, which is always nice. But, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully, you will tune in to us sometime in the near future.